You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay, and in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. Uh, could you turn me down even more? Because I don't want to hear that too loudly. <laughs> you don't want it whispered in Alex, your ear? Alex, the intern, please repeat the phrase you just said. I would drink a bucket of semen for a billion dollars. So your mom's not listening to this episode? Hopefully, no. She, hopefully not. <laughs> What's the matter, Hillary? Where, where, uh, Hillary's not happy. It's still, it's still, it's still loud. loud. There. I'm, now, you're, now you're all I'm gone? I'm three. Oh, okay. There I'm you just, I'm now, now you're turning it up. I'm there adjusting to the loudness. I don't mind. Okay. Great. Now, we had a good okay. start, and then we got a little drilled. That's What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Game Scoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. With me this week is Hillary Goldstein. Hey, everybody. I would do a whole lot of things for a billion dollars. <laughs> just letting you know. If anybody has a billion dollars out there, I don't think you guys are. some ideas. Are keeping oh, in mind how big a bucket is? Like a bucket. Are we talking like I? Like, I, I I'm well, you're, you're making you're making like the size of like a bucket that like a circus performer dives into from a high dive. I mean, no, but I'm thinking about like like, uh, like like a like, like a like a bucket of chicken or like a bucket of beer. That's what I'm picturing is like the steel yeah, okay, bucket yes, of beer. Yes, yes, <laughs> for a billion, a billion dollars. A billion dollars. <laughs> I don't I don't understand in what world you you're. So this is like a two three day thing. Uh, no, you're not just gonna sit there and chug a bucket of anything. A bucket of anything. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna sit down and drink a this bucket. This is so bad. I can't believe we started the podcast well, off if, this okay. way. Can I mix it with something? No. No. I, it's, it's a so lot it's straight. of liquid. So yeah, it's straight. Straight. How many? Still, it's a billion dollars. Uncut 
semen. I can't put it in a white Russian. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say right now, willpower for a billion. If, if, yeah. This is the thing. I would have to have the billion dollars out in front of me. Like, I couldn't have somebody be like, oh, I'm going to have a check. For, like, I would need it, like, laid out. Like on the World Series dollars. of Poker. Yeah, so that, like, every time I'm, I'm going, yeah, like, yeah. oh, there's no way I could drink any more of this, I could just look over and see this huge pile of cash and be like, yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah, How, I can. Yeah. How many ounces are you visualizing? It doesn't matter. That's the thing, right? It totally matters. No, it doesn't. You're telling me you're going to sit there for 12 hours. All you're doing is drinking hours. Well, how much? I mean, it doesn't. No, it doesn't matter. It's a billion dollars. What do you think? First off, it, it it's gonna pour out like maple syrup. Do you know, you know how pour out? We mean yeah, pour out. When you, I'm picturing I have a it. cup and I'm dipping it in. Okay, whatever. This you're is still, the worst. Imagine drinking. This is the worst game scoop opening ever. You're drinking maple syrup for 12 hours. It's a billion dollars. I'm not saying the money isn't enticing. I'm just saying I don't think it's humanly. possible. That's what I'm saying. It's not even humanly. I mean, like, possible. Oh, it's definitely possible. I mean, I might I can eat 50 eggs. Okay. Yes. But how long is it going to take you to do this? Are you, you know watching what? football? I, honestly, Are you eating honestly, chicken to, wings? To continue this conversation in the route that I want to go, we could never publish this game scoop. <laughs> yeah. In fact, so, we probably can't Let's this try this again. Scoop. Let's try this again. This Are is good, Dave. This has been gold. You wanted a good show and you're getting it. I, I know. I think you should just save this and put this on the next knocking boots. <laughs> We'll see what we do with this. Let's try this again. Let's get let's get let's let's start over again. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Game Scoop. I am your host, Damon Hatfield. With me this week is Hillary Goldstein. And the question of the day is: (laughs) What what would you do for a billion dollars? What's your limit? It's true. Uh, There's no limit. That's okay. what I, was, I want to keep. I want to keep. Let me get through with the inter- introductions. Okay. Greg Miller is also here. Yeah, I and, had a really good question to ask at the beginning of the show, but this one's been much better. <laughs> so we'll get to mine later. And uh, joining us for his second appearance is Alex the intern. Uh, this and is final. Yeah. No, not <laughs> well, ever. GTFO. <laughs> <laughs> this is Alex's last day as an intern here yes. at IGN. Uh, so we brought him back on the podcast again to say farewell. We're also going to take him out tonight to get Super Panda. We're panda. Taking him out on the town. Did so. you ever pick someone else to come for dinner tonight? No. All right. Hillary, you want to go with pizza with us tonight? Uh, sure. It's yes. cheese. It's All right. the best Chicago-style pizza in San Francisco. It's the second best Chicago-style pizza uh, in San Francisco. Ooh. <laughs> Wait, where are we going? Pachis. Okay, Jeez. and where do you think, Damon? Is Little that? Star is the best Little pizza. Star is very good. Little Star is very good. That, not, I've never had Pachis, but this I, Little is, Star is very good. For me personally, growing up in the Chicagoland area, well, this, would know. this is the authentic <laughs> Chicago-style pizza. Little Star uses a cornmeal crust, which is delicious, uh-huh, uh-huh. and like Lou Malnati's, but I was always a Giordano kid. You really can't go wrong with either of these pizza places. 100%. No. Anyway. Back to see <laughs> <laughs> uh, As much as I would like to have a, a billion dollars, I just, I just know that I, I wouldn't be able to do it. I just can't imagine. Like, your stomach's going to be so grotesquely bulging uh, with any kind of fluid. <laughs> uh, whatever you, a but bucket. My, but imagine my bank account is going to be bulging. <laughs> See, here's what I, here's, I, I, I I would try for sure because I want the billion yeah, dollars. So you, but I'm saying it's going to take me a day, maybe more, of me sitting there going, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, now I know. I, mean, I don't think you understand what a bucket looks like. I mean, you just seem to make it sound like it's something. Or so... talking, maybe I don't. You're saying a bucket like my beers come in tonight at any Rickenbacker's. Yeah. Filled to the brim. How long with... do you think it would take you? This uh... isn't something you can show. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> you don't know me. Right. David, get me a bucket. <laughs> well, here's, here's my question. How, how many men would it take to fill a bucket? Well, yeah, well I guess this is my question. Is it, is it chilled? Is it warm? Like, does it make a difference? It's room temperature. Okay, I feel like well, chilling it would make it even harder to drink. It would be, yeah. Well, unless it becomes like jello. I don't know. 
I mean, I, I've never. And chilled, then you can just it. use a spoon. Or like, <laughs> <laughs> I would yeah. rather drink it warm than. But use I, a spoon. I guess that is a good question. It's like, where are you finding all these donors? But then I thought, wait, if you just go to any college, and you're like, here's your frat initiation. Here's this bucket. Fill it. I mean. That's how you want to do this. <laughs> why is why is this game scoop still being recorded? <laughs> we haven't done in, anything bad yet. In other news, oh my god, yes. In other news, uh, the Tokyo Game Show is going on right now as we speak. Uh, we have uh, men and speaking of girls and buckets and woman on the show floor right now, uh, bringing you all the all the updates. Uh, what do you guys think about uh, TGS this year? I'm glad I'm not there. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Because really? no. we had such a terrible time yeah, in Tokyo last year. But, oh, but, it's but been... Greg, you have a fear of Godzilla. True. So. Racist. Totally rational fear. Uh, no, it's uh, they seem like they've had trouble. They the Sony conference, there was no translator. Get us had to stand the whole time. I wouldn't have been happy with that. Mm. That's why I would be upset. So he uh, was at the show. Yeah, at yeah. the conference. Yeah. Uh, there's been a lot of cool announcements out of it. I think honestly, yep. uh, me and Alex are both happy and sad over Valkyria Chronicles Three. I'm more it's, happy I'm that more... it's coming out. Sad it's only on PSP. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm super pumped for the new Yakuza. Yakuza versus zombies. Explain this to me. So this is not Yakuza Four. Correct. Yakuza Four is already out in Japan, okay. and it's about to come out in America next year. Okay. Next year. But and now there's another Yakuza game, and there's one it's, before that. Now, that's so usually, if, it, if this were like Call of Duty, there would just be like a downloadable zombie mode. Yeah. But, but this, this is a one, whole new game. Yeah, this is a game all to its own. Uh, Yakuza and Yakuza of the End. Yakuza of the End is what it's called. And yeah, there's a zombie outbreak, and you got to go fight. Get That's us, really weird. Get us. So, so is it, is it going to be built like the other Yakuza games? Like, will there be like the? It's hard to say at this point because all they've really all shown is the trailer. Brudvig and Steimer have video impressions up right now, which I thought were really good. Brudvig <coughs> took away from the what he saw. It, he said it looks like it's going to be four player co op. But usually in the Yakuza games, at least after four, they've been doing it where there's four people you play as individually. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if it's crossing stories or if it would be co-op because that'd be a change for the series. I'm expecting it just to be single player, but you're over there watching Japanese videos and text. You don't know what the hell's happening. Uh, but it, I mean, it looks like it's the same kind of setup. It's the same characters you know from from the franchise you've been following. Causes in it and a whole bunch of other guys and it, running around. It would be like if they released another Grand Theft Auto 4 with zombies. Like yeah. it, to retail. Well, here here's the thing that I, I'm very excited or about. Or you mean it, like if they released Red Dead Redemption with zombies? Sure. Which they're doing. But that's October. DLC. But that's, that's DLC. DLC. That's what I'm talking about. Like, the, a new game to retail with that taking a game that takes place in a you know realistic you know in our world and then throwing in this supernatural element, which I like it. a lot. Yeah? And here's why: because I think that uh, you're a comic book guy. Sure, that, and I'm a Yakuza fan, and I'm a zombie fan, but I mean, the reason I like it is because I think the series has been getting stale. I mean, you know, Jim Riley had played all the other Yakuza games, yeah. and so when 3 came out, and I was like, it's great, he watched me play, it's like, I've already played this game, and he walked away. This is something different, this is something He's new. also a And also, I had an idea in high school for a trilogy of movies I wanted to make, <laughs> and the first two were just normal comedies, and then the third one was a zombie movie. So there you go. <laughs> it's a good idea. You set up these characters, then you drop them into something weird. Huh, okay. Uh, should, I, should I tell my awesome horror movie dream? Can yes. I ask my question yet? Well, which one of you wants to go first? You can go. No, you can go first. All right. Do you shave your? Do you cut your armpit hair? <laughs> what? Do you, do you, do you trim no. your armpit hair? Not zero. No. Not at all. Anybody? No. Never no. touch no. it. No. Damon? Never. No. Really? I do manscaping, but not in my pits. Okay. Okay. I did today. I decided it was time. Really? Yeah, Let I me see. Sha- I didn't shave that. I didn't shave. Let me see how they I just trimmed it. They do look pretty nice. Thank you. Thank you. Well, because I was I like, do I need my... to cut mine? Is mine too much? No, see, mine was too much. I was okay. sh- I was brushing my teeth the other day, and I like had a plume. You're like, brushing my... your teeth wrong if you're. <laughs> <laughs> I'm brushing my teeth, and I look in the mirror, and like my I can see armpit hair just poking around the corners of my like, and not poking. I mean, like a plume of hair. Like this is gross. I need to trim this. So I trimmed it, and I think I like how it looks. Huh. And I just wondered if anybody else does this. 
No, I watched I, the wrestling. They cut their hair. They cut. Their well, hair. yeah. And I didn't shave it again. I'm not. I didn't. I didn't go. Girl you just use scissors and to trim it down. Yeah. Okay. No, I don't. I don't think I. Just want an opinion, GameScoop fans. Please write in, GameScoop. Yeah, let us know if any of you have ever trimmed your armpit hair. And what was this dream you had, Hill? All right, so. I had a dream where I wasn't in the dream. I just dreamed of a horror movie trailer, and I think that it could actually it could be my ticket out of IGN. This this horror movie, <laughs> finally, finally, <laughs> finally, my ticket out. Of it. So, so it was one of those. It was like a trailer for you know that old like uh, uh, horror story where it's like the girls like call it like getting all these strange calls in her house, and she calls the operator, and the operator finally is like the calls are coming from inside the house, right? So it's like set up just like that, except that the girls talking to the operator. And the operator's like, the call's coming from the house. And the girl goes, the call's coming from inside the house? And the operator goes, no, the call is coming from the house. <laughs> and then it pulls out, and you see the house, and like the two windows light up like its eyes. And then the movie title is House Call, the movie. <laughs> and, then, and then the girl screams and like blood splatters on the window. <laughs> So you this you dreamed this movie trailer? I dreamed this That's movie gold. trailer, yeah. Wow. House call the movie. I wish I dreamed movie trailers. That'd be great. I dreamed a prank this week that I wish I had pulled in really? college, but I it didn't. Mm. It was because uh, I, I it wasn't me doing it. I was just watching it, but it was a giant lecture hall and somebody's lecturing up front. And in the very back row, a kid stands up dressed in a Marty McFly cosplay, and he holds the fo- <laughs> he, he has a phone. He has a phone. He holds to his head like from the beginning of Back to Me. He goes, "What? Wait a minute, Doc! You're telling me it's-? he's screaming this in the class? <laughs> phone to his head. It's eight oh five. I'm late." And then he hits a boombox that has you know power of love, and he just runs around the room. Twice. <laughs> I think the only problem with that dream is that uh, it really shows your age. Because I'm pretty sure if you did that in high school, everybody'd be like, "What the hell is this guy doing?" <laughs> Wait, no, they they no, would no, know no. Back to the Future. No. Well, it's we about to be a major motion video game. High so school we'll see. kids. He said college. I did say college. Thanks for listening. And uh, I have a Marty McFly cosplay. Costume. Alex knows. I do. Alex knows Back to the Future, and he has uh, some no, some. Uh, he has some misconceptions about what is three the best is better film. than two. Three is I, not I agree. better than two. You are great. You agree. Three. Three is a bad movie almost. What? Two almost. is a bad movie. No, two no. is a bad movie. No. I agree. There's I really totally only agree. one good Back to the Future. Yes. That's no, no, well, disagree. Disagree. Let, no. Wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's put it this way. Two and three were both not very good movies, but three is still better than two because two is terrible. See, I like But one is two amazing. Is the future. One remains like yes. by far the best. And actually, I feel like if you left the mystery of the end where he just goes like, where we're going, we don't need roads, and they took off. That would have been they so never cool. never made it. Yeah. And you just spent like your life like wondering, like, oh, imagining what it could be. It would be way better than what they did with the two following yeah, movies. That's true. Yeah. Two is fine. Two is a fine movie. <laughs> I, three is so bad. No, I think three oh, is actually okay. I kind of... I, <laughs> I like three. <laughs> oh, that was Clayton Ravine, duh. Yeah, no crap. <laughs> you think, does no one think we weren't around for this? We shouldn't stop it, you jackass. <laughs> and then a giant stupid CG train at the end. Go to hell. <laughs> I like <sighs> Going back to Back in the Future, though, in the first one, Greg, if yeah, yeah. in order to sort of save yourself from being erased from time, would you make out with your mother? No. Okay. So you would not to mention you his would life, die. His life was terrible. Yeah, the, the, the McFly life was horrible before he said everything right. So yeah. Whatever. See you later. Erase, so, so, erase my deadbeat brother and well, fat sister. I don't care. I would be really frustrated if I went back in time and my dad was like the dad from Back to the Future. Yeah. Where it's like you find out your dad is just completely worthless and is just like, like, yeah, no, he's worse than, yeah, no, no, no. He's, he's even more hopeless than yeah. poor Jim Riley. I imagine that's how I imagine Jim Riley's dad being, though. Funny back oh, to Oh, no. Jim Riley's dad, I bet, is a badass. He's hard. Really? Yeah. Like a merchant marine? Yeah. 
He didn't. He just never talked or hugged Jim, and that's why he's all socially awkward and doesn't know how to interact with human beings. My my uh, sister's husband looks exactly like the dad from Back to the Future. Okay. He has the same haircut, and one of the first times, the first time that he's I like, yeah, yeah, who's first, crazy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the first time that I met him, um, he knew I was a big Back to the Future fan, and we were sitting eating breakfast together. I swear, this is exactly. You met Crispin Glover? No, this is my sister's husband. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and so uh, we're sitting next to each other eating breakfast. He's eating cereal. I'm just standing there or sitting there, and uh, he's eating his cereal. And You're he like sizing goes, him up. You'd be like, so. <laughs> you think no. you're good enough for my sister? Yeah. But he, he just is eating his cereal. I'm looking at him, and he just goes, "What?" Like exactly like uh, okay. yeah. It took me a second. Sorry. Did he do it on purpose? Did yeah, he, he did it on purpose. Reference? Yeah. Okay. Really? Did, when he proposed to your sister, did he go, "You are my density"? Yeah, he did. Okay. That's my favorite line for Back to the Future. <laughs> I gotta watch two again. I don't know why everybody hates on two. I'm gonna watch all three again. Let's do it. They're out really? coming to Blu-ray soon. Okay. Uh, I think they're already out on Blu-ray. Oh man, I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to the TGS. To the oh, yeah, games. Yeah. Oh, games. Oh, yeah. oh, games. Game yes. scoop. It's not uh, back to the feature scoop or semen scoop. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please do a spin off. <laughs> 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 New uh, name for Naka Boots. Uh, they're rebooting that, uh, that uh, Devil May Cry series. And I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I am too. I don't know why people are so upset about this. So, what, so Dante looks different. So what? Get over it, right? I hate Devil May Cry 4, so. Yeah. It's one of those things I thought that bored. I thought it was four games that ran their course. You know what I mean? Like a lot of yeah. people are trying to compare Wait. this to Infamous. It is not the same. <laughs> because Infamous had one game, then they tried to change everything a year later. This yeah. is how long have you known Don? Also, four Devil May, May, Devil May Cry series is better than Infamous. Nah, I so. knew you were going for that. <laughs> what? It's true. Except for two. I mean two like is the aberration since it wasn't really a Devil May Cry game yeah. when it was st- started. So. Yeah. But uh yeah, I mean I, I liked three and then I really couldn't get into four at all. Like I stopped playing after like two hours. Really? Yeah. Oh, I like I like the new look. I like the trailer that they put out. It looks it really cool. It seems cool. Yeah, it seems like it's going to have a neat I don't story. like the name, though. Like, capital D, DM, lowercase yeah. M, capital C. I'm like, what is that Dimmick. supposed to mean? Yeah, yeah. that's that's weird. I'm, they should just call it Devil May Cry again. Yeah. yeah. Again. Clement, Devil May Cry yeah. again. Clement says it's clearly an origin story. He can tell from the trailers. I don't, I'm, not a, I'm not a hardcore Devil May Cry fan. Did you, did you guys get that? You guys get this is still the Dante we know. Just he, de- oh, he looks no, different. I didn't oh, like I didn't that seems that to be all. how that seems to be how, how Clements is interpreting it. Really, I saw it as like start. That's fresh, what I thought. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, we don't. I guess I, I don't know much about Dante, so maybe it's I don't. It could be possible. But yeah. Clements is the big big Devil May Cry fan uh, in the yeah. office. Yeah. He's also running on like an hour of sleep though, so that's, that's true. He's seeing all kinds of crazy <laughs> stuff over there, man. <laughs> Hillary, what do you think about these uh, all these interesting hardcore uh, Connect games that were announced? Hardcore. Uh, it's hard to say until you see, like, Steel Battalion is the one that, right, sounds the most interesting, because yeah. that's a game that, that came out with, like, a, which we have right in the, <laughs> we have the Steel Battalion <laughs> controller right here it, in yeah, the it's podcast. it's like a $200 controller, so nobody bought it, and they only made, I think, like, 200,000 copies of the game, because they, like, it was, like, a pet project from somebody who just wanted to do something cool, yeah. so they knew it was never going to be able to be a huge success. So it's kind of interesting to think of it like making it with Kinect, but they didn't show how the games played. They just showed a trailer. So until you see that, I mean, are you? Am I going to be holding like the the thumb? You know, the yeah, stick, the know. Like in the pretending air to and, hold them. Like the, this is the one time where 
Microsoft is not like kind of adopted 3D, but that's the only way I can see making this game cool. Is that if you had 3D glasses on so that you could project the control panels outside the TV and you could actually press buttons, but we already know that the Kinect isn't sensitive enough to uh, recognize fingers. Mm. So again, like I don't know, you're going to be like just slapping stuff. <laughs> like I, I don't know. I mean, to me like it's going to be like that Ricochet game. <laughs> <laughs> I say I say I'm I'm very cautious about this cuz I'd say there's probably a reason why they didn't show anybody playing it. Uh. Right? That's what I'll, that's all I'm saying like they didn't show anybody play how it's played there might be a reason for that but just without a controller at all i don't know is that gonna be cool yeah i don't know i mean cheaper the screenshots look but... pretty I'll say, i can say that yeah um and then what there's the one that looks like a panzer dragoon ripoff um uh project draco is that the one yeah, yeah. Um, dragons and fighting that could be okay and then the, the haunt one haunt. i mean that that to me honestly starts to sound like you're going back into dumb wii game territory it's like <laughs> so that, oh the, you go to flashlight and you move it around I'm like really <laughs> yeah so this is the first person horror game you're exploring a mansion and you've got a flashlight basically that's I, that's all we know about that game so I, just, I mean <laughs> i don't know none, none of those really made me go oh yes this is the power of Connect, you know. I I don't know. What is the power of Connect? <laughs> yeah, nobody knows. Um, Studio I mean, Fifty One. It's uh, nice to know that they're making them. Honestly, yeah. still, Dance Central and Child of Eden are the only two Connect yeah. games that have me interested. Is there a release date on Child of Eden? Child of Eden, we found out, is not coming. Not going to be available at launch. It's okay. coming next year. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think by like spring or whatever. Suda51 is uh, making a Kinect game called Codename D. He describes it as hardcore, punky, and casual. Oh! Hardcore, punky, and casual? And it's being made for the hardcore gamer. So try and figure that out. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. They, all they did is show a live action trailer that just shows uh, men dancing around a carnival wearing animal masks. So that will be <laughs> a lot of fun. Oh, I'm man. Sure. That's going to be awesome. And these uh, and these are some of these are, are downloadable. Uh, so like Xbox Live Arcade That's connect, cool. connect games. Yeah. That's cool. But uh, the most Who knows ex- if Connect will be around by that point. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wait, what's that? APB. Or maybe it'll go there. Oh my <laughs> god. I cannot believe that. That is that is the most like, you know, so we we've been around the block in the video game industry. It, we we can get to a little uh, I don't know. We've seen a lot. That's one of the craziest things I've ever seen happen. Bring kids up to speed if they don't know. APB, uh, an open world game released at the end of June. Uh, it's a subscription-based MMO. People buy the game, you know, and then they play it. For, I thought you it know, was free to play. Here. No, it's a subscription-based. Oh, based. it is. Okay. Not, not three months. Not three months after launch. Shut down. It's over. Sorry. And they pushed that thing hard. Whenever I you went to a trade show, it was they had a very big presence at certain areas. It was, wow. and, and David Jones, who is one of the creators of the GTA franchise, like he he runs Real Time Worlds, and like whenever he would talk, I could. Uh, games developer conference or whatever he would talk really big about APB like we're gonna break down what MMOs are and we're gonna like he would talk about how MMOs have all failed and <laughs> why, like like what they would do right and how they would change it and then the game had tons of hype behind it got like mediocre reviews mm-hmm. and then the they're apparently they're broke and they I, just gave up on it. I don't, how could they not be prepared to at least support the game for like a, six you know, months, a good a good yeah. length of time, like you or know. at least try? I mean, like try something to try to go free to play, you know? Or that tells me they were, right? they were that tells me they were broke when the game launched. Like yeah, like they just they weren't ready. They could not support the game unless yeah. a million people bought it, you know? Like and then the sad part of this whole story, right, is that so they made Crackdown one. And yeah. they basically were waiting and waiting for Microsoft to greenlight the second one. And then Microsoft took too long. And so they decided they were going to put all their resources into making APB. So then when Microsoft said, yeah, we do want to crack down 2, they're like, well, we're already invested in this other game, so we're not going to make Crackdown 2. 
So then Crackdown 2 went to Ruffian Games, which is basically an offshoot of real-time worlds that took like half the people from real-time worlds went to start Ruffian Games to make Crackdown 2, which ended up being bad. Yeah. And then so like good people left, like basically like they 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 diluted the talent for both sides, right? Yeah, they, mm-hmm. they split the team in ha- in half, right? And so one half makes APB which people don't care about and then the other half made Crackdown 2 which wasn't any good. So like the moral of the story is Microsoft could have actually saved the company <laughs> by greenlining Crackdown 2 earlier. They would have just made Crackdown 2. It would have been awesome. Yeah. They never would have made APB and the company would be going strong. So think about that. It's all Microsoft's fault. Way to go, Microsoft. Think about it. And maybe if they would have charged for more Xbox Live money, everything (laughs) would have been okay. No. Here's here's the real takeaway from this APB uh, story. At E3, they had really hot suicide girls at the APB party. That's where all the money went. That's where all the money went. (laughs) They're like, don't worry, guys. We're going to be making this up as soon as we launch. (laughs) All this money's coming back to us. Suicide girls don't come cheap. Uh... Going back to this expo. By the stuff. way, that is an that was awesome a great tag one. on yeah, yeah, yeah. the website. For more on this, tune in to Seaman's Scoop. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time we had an episode of Game Scoop that didn't go up? <laughs> uh, it's, it's been about 150 episodes. <laughs> Almost exactly. Uh, XBLA uh, announcement. I'm very excited about Radiant Silvergun HD uh, is coming to XBLA next spring. Radiant Silvergun is a phenomenal 2D shooter from Treasure, the guys that did Ikaruga. So that will be fantastic. Yay! Woo! Have you played the Space Invaders yet? Infinity Gene? Uh, no, I haven't, but I want to. Okay. I know Colin reviewed it, uh, the PSN version, gave it an 8. Yeah. Uh, I played it on iPhone. It liked yeah. it a lot. So I, those, those games are you know right up. I've been playing right it, yeah. I really, really dig it. Yeah. Uh, so that's out. That's out <clears throat> this week, both on PSN and Xbox Live Arcade. Definitely check it out if you're a 2D shooter fan. How God, I'm so excited for Last Guardian. Yeah, Last Guardian looks so good. Did you guys watch the new trailer? Yeah, yeah. It like gave me chills, like just like watching the, the dude interact with his bird dog thing. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, They've confirmed it's a cat bird, I believe. <clears throat> is that what it is? Yeah. Anyway, uh, holiday 2011. Yep, that's our release window. So. That's a long time away. Well, yes. it's a yeah. They've been in blackout for so long, you know what I mean? So then to come out and be like, and it's holiday 2011, oh, you know, you were hoping for something different. And and now that they're total sexists as well. Explain, Greg. <laughs> the protagonist, they wanted to do a girl, and then they decided, well, skirt's too hard to animate, so we'll make it a boy. <laughs> <laughs> now, Clemens has that in his article. Uh, it, there's a little discussion then between him and Steimer about it, because she was in the audience as well. They don't know, maybe humor didn't tr- come through the translator. It's possible that was a joke, but that's how it was left by everyone involved. <laughs> uh, that's not sexist, of course. It's just that's just a a little a humorous little anecdote. Uh, really? Because <laughs> girls can't wear pants? <laughs> uh, no, that's, just, that's where that's, that's where the, that's saying? the uh, line. That's shorts. the offshoot. Yes. Or what? They can't make a Batman game. I mean, uh, the cape's got to be harder to animate yeah, than the true. skirt. Anyway, they also. Look, well, we wanted Batman to be in this Batman game, but he wears a cape, so. <laughs> Green Lantern! <laughs> <laughs> Batman Arkham Asylum, starring the Green Lantern! Uh, they also confirmed uh, Eco and Shadow of the Colossus uh, HD. HD collections, yeah. Yeah, collection. Ooh. So that'll be cool because I never actually played Eco. 
So. Yeah, 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 Eco yeah. is amazing. Yeah. But Shadow of the Colossus is so much yeah. better. I mean, I that's like... one of those ones where you go like, it's like if you played the first one before the second one came out, you're like, oh, this is really, I love it and it's great. But I, I, I don't know, it might be hard to go back. Cause really? Shadow of the Colossus is so good. It, it is, is a so lot good. better than Eco. So. Even that would be great to play again. I haven't played yeah, yeah, it since it first came out. So. Much less. Nice. Uh, Alex, do, do you like uh, Eco and uh, Shadow of I actually haven't played either one. Now you'll be able to get the uh, HP Now I'll be collection. able to get... That's why I'm really yeah, excited for it. for it. Yeah. yeah. But not everybody cares about trophies. Yeah, Alex Eric. does. I don't, actually. Nice. Well Sorry. done, Alex. Another reason you will never be on GameCube. <laughs> or back to IGN. <laughs> Hillary and Greg, does Alex's hair look different today? I feel like he's, he's, a, he's like, styled yeah, it a little he, bit more. He wanted to like, leave a good last impression yeah. on everybody. I like it, though. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I do too. You, you're ready, <laughs> Thank you. you look like you're ready to go out. Yeah, you look like you finally cared. Thanks. The first day. It means a lot. All these months, you could have been putting in more effort and yeah. wait till the end. Uh, a year or two ago, Electronic Arts announced it had uh, partnered with Suda51 and Shinji Mikami to make some sort of new game. Uh, Suda51, of course, of No More Heroes and Killer7 fame. Shinji Mikami of Resident Evil fame. They're getting together make a game for EA. And uh, they announced this week, this game is called Shadow of the Damned. I-, I can't figure out if it's Shadow or Shadows. Well. Is it? Why? Well, I, we, Do we have it twice? In the object, story? object of shadows. Uh, the new story says shadow of the damned. I don't, Who I don't know. Who wrote the new story? Anoop. Oh, okay. Go. I'm going with the object. Shadows of the damned. <laughs> anyway, this is a game where you play as a professional demon killer. Maybe it's, two, maybe it's two different games. Maybe these are two different <laughs> games. You are sent into the world of demons to kill its residents. Oh, cool. You want to do that? Hey, so, I, yeah, that, I mean, it sounds kind of mean. After, yeah. Sounds kind of what? They're not screwing but, with anybody. But, they're in their own world. But I, I like they're sitting there drinking coffee. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. We're making you know. Oh, demons feed. <laughs> <laughs> this happens like image of John Travolta and Sam Jackson, like going door to door, like knocking on the door, having long conversations, yeah, yeah, and then just shooting everybody in the room. <laughs> See, you kill demons. I, you know what? Actually, I'm not very excited about that game. Why? Because I am a huge Suda51 fan, and that does not look like a Suda51 game. It doesn't? No, it's it seems a little like... I think it, a big part of it's the art style. Isn't mm-hmm. cell shaded like he did for No More yeah. Heroes and, yeah. and Killer7, but I don't know. Was there a trailer up on that? There is a trailer yeah. for Yeah, him. I saw the trailer, and I just... Yeah. Wait, you asked, is there a trailer up on that? And then you said, I've because, seen the trailer. Because I wasn't, I wasn't sure if I saw the trailer on it. But I remember now. <laughs> no, because I remember seeing the trailer and being disappointed. I remember seeing the trailer being disappointed, and I couldn't remember if it was for that or something else. Now I understand. You've come to work drunk. <laughs> um, Ninja Gaiden 3. Yeah. I know. You're the Ninja Gaiden fan here. Well, no. this will be. I mean, this will be the, uh, the the curious one, right? Where it's like, if uh, this is the well, curious. Well, one. no, because Itagaki's. Is that the got, subtitle? Ninja Gaiden Three, the curious one. The curious one. Well, Itagaki yeah. is no longer with Team Ninja, and so I think there's always the question of like he was the the front man, but you don't know mm. how much influence he had, or mm. or how different. Uh, like it could be like even better. Mm. Like I didn't like Ninja. Uh, Clayman loved Ninja Gaiden Two. I I didn't like it nearly as much as I liked the first. Itagaki has himself said it's a flawed game. Well, he said that all the time. He, he's, oh, he? he's hilarious. Well, my favorite thing ever was uh, when they were doing Ninja Gaiden 2, he was at a Microsoft thing. This is like a week before he announced, too, that he was leaving Team Ninja. And we were like, it was like a group of people all interviewing him on like a couch. Uh, all of us on one couch with Itagaki. It was beautiful. Um, 
And uh, somebody asked him about what he thought of the, you know, that they had the PS3 uh, remake of uh, Ninja Gaiden One, uh-huh. and it had like the extra stuff. And I don't remember what the studio name was that made that, but yeah, but it was somebody, Sigma, but I don't somebody know. asked him about, about Sigma, and he was like, basically, he just said, "What a piece of crap game!" He's like, "It's like <laughs> way to take everything great that I made and just ruin it with garbage." He's like, "They just destroyed everything I loved." And he was like, he just like laid into it. It was hilarious. And uh, and then clearly he didn't care because he was talking about Ninja Gaiden 2 and he was like, oh, he's like, yeah, the game's got a lot of problems, blah, blah, blah. And then like the next week he was like, well, I'm out. See ya. See ya. <laughs> um, no, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm uh, If it's anything like the first two games, then it should be bloody and fun and hmm. kind of, I kind of, I, I don't know. I have this, I actually think that Itagaki maybe that was a problem there. And that, problem? that perhaps, that perhaps like free of an influence that Ninja Gaiden 3 could be something really special. Hmm. Yeah, I said it. There you go. I'm expecting Ninja Gaiden 3 to be better than the first two. <laughs> what? Wow. Uh, I keep getting more and more excited about uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Yes. Yes. Think... Simple mode? Yeah. Cause I'm, so I want to play that game, but I'm, I'm, oh, I'm not yeah. a big fighting game f- player, so I'm, I suck at them, you know? So I can turn on simple mode and let me. So yeah, explain. Cause explain I don't it, actually yeah. know about simple mode. Marvel vs. Capcom 3. It's gonna have. It's actually called simple mode. It's designed for players who are new to fighting games. Works by automating some of the button inputs, so it allows players to pull off special moves, including hyper combos, uh, but with just a single button press. So sure, they're dumbing down the game, but that's good for somebody like me. So you mash buttons and you can pull off something incredible and flashy, and it'll be amazing. I'll totally play that. Be great. All right. Okay. I agree. Good to know. I find I find Marvel versus Capcom like part of the great design of that is that you can sort of just mash buttons and do cool stuff. Yeah. Without having like as long as you're not playing against somebody who knows how to play the game, you can totally do fine in that game anyway. Yeah. But it's cool that they added that mode. I think the game looks super awesome, and I think the yeah, moves that I, I've seen and, and played with like are so cool. I'm very excited. I love I love Marvel vs. Capcom too a lot. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't wait until this one comes out. It's uh, one of those many, 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 many games coming out in the first quarter of next year. Yeah, that's true. Uh, coming out early next year in Japan will be Disgaea Four. I'm a big Disgaea fan. I think I've turned Alex on to it. I think I just turned Alex on in general. Alex gave a thumb up to both of those. <laughs> yes. Uh, we don't really know much about it. This one takes place. Uh, it deals with politics, whereas Disgaea Three took place in a classroom. Uh, Disgaea is my favorite turn-based strategy series. It's really, really deep. Hardcore games, oh, man. Well, clearly, you you've never played Civilization. Well, I'm, I, I have. Yeah, you're right. I have not played much Civilization. But you heard about how the uh, CEO of NIS came in, though, right? Yeah, wearing a pretty costume. That's so he, like, awesome. Came on stage <laughs> wearing a pretty so costume. That is so cool. And the pretty like and introduced the president of the company and then took off. <laughs> <laughs> the hood of the costume. He's like, it's me. <laughs> wow. That was crazy. And then basically he said, uh, the fate of of uh, the company of the developer NIS uh, rides on Disgaea Four. So. <laughs> Oh, Please, <laughs> no, no pressure. Oh my goodness. I know, right? Well, that, you know, they so, put out these like really weird, quirky niche Japanese games. Like, you know, they just like how like how much do you think? Uh, holy bad man! What did I do to deserve this, my lord? Part two sold. No, you know, no, like well, whatever. There you go. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> like, games like that aren't going to sell. I love the sequels. Yeah, they can't, they couldn't use bad man anymore. So they had to rename it so no one knew what it was. Oh, yeah. NAS, they're crazy. They do what they want. Greg, the PSP2 is real, we're told. Yeah, seems like a lot of rumors about it right now. A lot of people saying they have dev kits. A developer at uh, NetherRealm Studios claims that they have a PSP2. These are the guys that are doing uh, Mortal Kombat, I guess. Uh-huh. And that uh, So they claim they have a PSP2 already looking at uh, making a port of, the, of Mortal Kombat for PSP2. Very interesting. By the way, Greg, yeah. if you owned a DeLorean, yeah. you could go to the future 
when the PSP2 is out, get the PSP2, then come back to our time and basically become rich by showing off the PSP2. Well, technically, I have to have a time machine. A DeLorean itself wouldn't help me there. No, no, no. They only made like eight DeLoreans because they're all time machines. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, no, that, I've thought about that before. Whenever I'm really jazzed up for a game, it's like, man, I wish I could just go into the future and like buy it, you know. Buy it I know how to make a flux capacitor. It's just like some yellow tubing that mm. shaped like a Y. Oh, okay. We can do that. The interesting thing I found about that article was that he's, the developer said they do not have a 3DS in-house. But yeah, they do right, have a PSP2. PSP2, which is yeah. strange, right? Because so, we know the 3DS is real. Yeah. So, so it, it makes su- you wonder when is PSP2 Yeah, it would suggest yeah, that oh. the PSP2 is coming sooner. Mm. Mm, mm. Well, I don't know. I, I would expect to see it at E3, I guess, right? I mean, unless they... Uh, I thought it, GDC, I thought it was maybe? possible they might announce it here at uh, TGS. Yeah, but, I thought uh, so too. That too. Then I saw how boring the conference was, and I knew that was not going to yeah. happen. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to say uh, GDC. Do you? So we t- were trying to talk about this uh, the other day. Well, like, I'm going to say uh, with uh, Sony's history, it will be leaked two weeks before yeah. GDC, <laughs> and then it'll be shown. A core episode will go up, <laughs> showing it off, <laughs> and then you, they'll talk. If about you think it. about it, like if you're not, maybe you're not going to demo the games. You just demo what it looks like in the tech, and sort yeah. of announce that you're going to make it. And then E3, everybody kind of is expecting it, and then you just sort of show off. Here's all these games for PSP2, right? Yeah. Do you think PSP2 is going to be a success? I mean, no. uh, is, I mean, is there really? I mean, <laughs> how many versions of PSP now exactly. have had? Right, I mean, there's, four. They, None of them it's are such a success. An uphill climb, like you know. What I mean, we've ta- it's been people have been prophesizing PSP2 for so long, and I've always said, well, they need to do it when they're on an upswing. You know, hey, here's all these great PSP games we've released, so people have a positive impression of the device, and that's so not going to happen anytime soon. Like they missed the boat, like when they did that initial. Uh, Destination PlayStation two years ago, where they're like Little Big Planet, MotorStorm, all these big franchises. That when those games came out, that would have been the time saying now PSP two rather than and the PSP go. Oh, nobody likes the PSP go. Crap. <laughs> and, oh, and there's only like you know there's four really great games this year and not that much else outside of it. You know what I mean? Like they're they're in a very unenviable spot and they're going to come out and if they're talking about porting Mortal Kombat over, it makes me start to wonder how powerful this device is going to be, and then I start to wonder how much how much it's going to cost. More powerful than you could possibly imagine. If they bring this thing out and it's um, you know another overpriced device, you know it's not, and the people are going to go, well, you didn't support the last PSP, why should I believe you're going to do this one? You know what I mean? Like it's a they, it's a giant uphill climb on this one. I don't know how they're going to get out of it. I'm really depressing, Greg. I I mean you know everybody knows I enjoy, I like my PSP and I enjoy playing it, but what if it's they've made uh, a lot of bad choices? What if, with what that if it's device. a phone that you hold like a taco? No, that will not go well either. As we know, oh, Pear Schneider is the only man who ever bought an N-Gage. <laughs> I I don't understand why they even would release one. That's what the, the whole PSP two thing confuses me. They do have, I mean, there is a PSP fan base, but yeah, I don't know how much money they're making off it. Yeah. I, I and maybe the Marcus commercials are doing better than we think. <laughs> but the, I mean, the R&D alone to create a PSP2 would be millions. Yeah. But, I mean, you figure that starts so early. I mean, at yeah. what point do you go, well, wait, this last one isn't doing so hot, you know, yeah. pull the plug or just continue on? <laughs> Hillary- if, if they launch, I'm sorry, one more, t- and then we can jump ship. I've been predicting... Uh, since they've been bringing all their franchises over, if they showed off with an Uncharted, if the, you know what I mean, that would be the thing. That, I don't want that though. Part of Uncharted, what's so great about it is the graphics, cinematic want, experience. Yeah, do what I if want... they show it and it looks really good? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, you have to you... look really. Good. I, know, well, I, don't know. I know. I don't know. Did you see Project Sword for iPhone? I mean, if you can make an iPhone game that looks that good, why can't you have a new PSP handheld system that looks as good? Like I, I, yeah. I mean, like if you can take if you can take an already existing iPhone four, and you can run like Unreal Engine three on it and have a game look as good as a console game on iPhone or iPad, yeah. then there's no reason why Sony couldn't well here's develop without, a uh, system that would look 
have amazing graphics. Without getting into too many specifics, the iPhone 4, the CPU clocks in at 1 gigahertz. And... Nerd. <laughs> and... Nerd. I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry. The, the price of an iPhone without... Nerd. All right. Never mind. No, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Please, the, please. the price of an iPhone without subsidizing from AT&T is like 500-something dollars, right? Mm-hmm. So if the PSP... Two has a one gigahertz processor. It has the same specs as an iPhone. It's going to cost Sony five hundred dollars to make. But what if it is a phone? Well, that's. But what, I, I mean, that, what, I mean, what, but that's like, a huge problem but in what, itself. What if, but what? Yeah, but what if they partner with Sprint or some other competitor that sees how well AT and T manages to pull things off with having an iPhone deal, and they do have it subsidized through the, a phone plan. In my mind, the only way that could work is if they said it was. If they said it was like Android and then they were selling all their like their I mean phone- I don't know I mean like Microsoft's like mobile thing is right going Windows seven and right. actually being available on you know multiple phone systems so right like you know I don't know I mean maybe, I mean, I don't know I feel like if the PSP Go is just like another three hundred dollar handheld system that just does some games and stuff then it is going to be a massive failure right. It can't just Epic do fail. games. <laughs> it can't just do games. Epic. Drop it has to bucket. I would say it has to do everything. That would make it even harder to swallow. <laughs> the PSP in there. Spot on, spot on. Uh, Hill, we've been putting up all these uh, top twenty-five lists on IGN lately. God, yeah. yeah I think. Uh, it, right. Yeah, this week we've got our. 25 Xbox Live Arcade games went on. Yep. Uh, recently we did top 25 PS3 games and top 25 Xbox 360 games. Noticeably absent from the top 25 Xbox 360 games was Earth Defense Force. <gasps> really? Uh, that's because it's actually number zero. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> number one, there's a hidden page where you can find number zero and that's Earth Defense Force. Well, Earth Defense Force is uh, a good, good example. It's like a so bad it's good game, right? It's like, it came out in 2007. It's and, a road uh, warrior. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was not a great game, but people had a blast playing it. Like, it was kind of a low budget game. Really buggy, uh, well, buggy literally, actually, because uh, <laughs> it came out at the right time too. Because I remember when it came out, there weren't a lot of games coming out at the time, and I think that was actually sort of the peak of people doing whatever they could for achievements. Mm. I think actually, achieve like the achievement whoring is actually sort of like gone down a little bit on 360 because there's just so many games to play now. I think people are less like needing to like kind of like go after achievements to extend an experience because they have a lot of options. But when Earth Defense Force came out, like a lot of people played through each difficulty level to get the achievements, and there really was nothing else out at the time. So yeah. I, don't know, I think it was like a perfect storm uh, to sell like 12 copies or whatever it sold. Well, a lot of people you know, had a lot of fun with that game, yeah, yeah. consider it a, you know, <laughs> one of their unlikely uh, favorite Xbox 360 games. And a sequel is coming next year, uh, we just found out today. And this one's coming to both 360 and PS3, Greg. Oh, yeah. Watered down. Earth uh, Defense uh, Force. It'll, 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 the frame rate will be even less. <laughs> Earth Defense Force Insect Armageddon is what this one is called. Uh, the first game you could play cooperatively with two people, now you can play with three people. Oh, my Whoa. God. Technology. <laughs> three people online. Uh, and there will also be a survival mode for six players. And this is being developed by Vicious Cycle, the studio behind. It's familiar. I don't. Matt Hazard. Ah, uh, which one? Matt, both of them. Okay. Both. One was good. The downloadable yeah, 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 2D yeah. one yeah, yeah. was good. Uh, we have an awesome. Uh... Here's a question: okay. Are they including a frame rate this time? <laughs> <laughs> frame rate is still unconfirmed. Okay. At this point. Maybe but... they should have a collector's edition with a more solid frame rate. <laughs> For an extra ten dollars, the game runs better. <laughs> 
Uh, we have an awesome PlayStation Network code to give away this week. This one comes by way of listener Michael Ackridge, and he has a code to rent Last Action Hero oh! on PSN. Uh, Remember this movie? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, so if you want to rent Last Action Hero <laughs> All I remember was that there was a, a dead body that had a bunch of gas and it was going to explode and that he had to run away with the kid. That's and the then, only thing you remember about that And that Danny DeVito was a cartoon cat. Yeah. And, that, walked by him and that Sylvester Stallone was like the president or something like that of America. Sylvester Stallone is in it? He was, I remember they went to like a blockbuster or something like a blockbuster, and there was Sylvester Stallone like in like the Terminator 2 poster at, instead of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's so that's weird because there's also a Sylvester Stallone gag in Twins. Yeah. Right? Where he sees the movie poster for Rambo or something and he like compares biceps and then like laughs off Sylvester's. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, if you want to rent Last Action Hero on PSN, grab this code, listeners. Here we go Q922. 9DB9J5C2. Please do enjoy Last Action Hero. Uh, send good vibes to Michael Ackridge. I was a big Terminator fan yeah. growing up with yeah. my friends and whatnot. And I remember when Last Action Hero came out, I bought a Last Action Hero figure. Of, you know, it, the like figure, an action figure? Yeah, yeah. So the a Last figure, Action Hero action figure. There you go. Figure. And it was just Arnold Schwarzenegger because you know, it's just all he was in that thing. And then I used him as the Terminator. Before he got his like skin shot off, because oh, then all nice. the Terminator figures you figure are always like peeled away exoskeleton. I think that I think that movie actually gets more flack than it deserves. I'm not saying it's a great movie, but yeah, people act like, like it was like yeah. one of the worst movies ever, and it's not. Yeah, for, I should watch that again too. Redeem that code real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, any updates on your uh, your lady situation? Lady, uh, things are not going great. It's too bad. What happened? Sorry to hear that. Uh, if you don't want to talk about it, that's uh, all right. just, we can talk about it tonight. Yeah, let's talk about it tonight because okay. I'm afraid she might listen. Does so. she listen to the podcast? Is this the one she that I she listens. Call? She listens. No, okay. no. That's... I'm gonna tell you what. If she's still listening after us talking about <laughs> <laughs> for ten minutes, that's a keeper. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's true, yeah. uh, all right, let's check in with the listeners. This is David Dominguez Gadson says uh, he wants to know so when a developer or publisher places you guys under embargo does that mean you cannot talk to your fellow editors at IGN about the embargoed whatever for example Craig Harris is embargoed about a vehicle in Kirby's epic yarn (laughs) (laughs) is he just not allowed to talk or write about it in podcasts or articles or is that also extended to what he tells his coworkers? or does he represent IGN as a company where IGN is embargoed not only Craig I just imagine like snipers on the roof with like red dots on him like listening in like if he says it Pull the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just means we can't share the stuff you know, with the public, but we talk about it. Yeah, internally. it's embargoed as IGN as, yeah. as a company. Yeah, we talk about it internally all the time. It's awesome that he's embargoed on a Kirby Epic Yarn vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> it better be an awesome vehicle. When this reveal happens, it better be amazing. Dude, it's going to blow your pants off. <laughs> oh, if it's the Pope Mobile. The Pope Mobile in Curvy's Epic Yarn confirmed. Yeah. yeah what, what, what I'm would, sorry, we've broken the embargo. <laughs> what, what, what would be what would be like a um, like a good vehicle to for somebody to embargo for Curvy's Epic Yarn? For me, the Pope Mobile is pretty much the only thing you Batmobile. can ever embargo. DeLorean. Tank. Oh, a DeLorean that goes back in time. You already said Batmobile. Yeah. Uh, Ecto One. No, no. <laughs> uh, you know, we're probably too literal. This is probably some tank made of burlap that shoots out little balls. <laughs> yeah. Don't <laughs> tell anybody about this. <laughs> it's a morph ball. 
right, this is Hal. He says, uh, while I think it's overboard for a listener to claim that you guys are his actual friends, no. af- after many hours spent listening to you, it does seem as if we know you. After all, just sitting around and talking is a good portion of what most people do with their friends, and it's why you feel like you know someone's personality. On the other hand, I would never say that I felt I knew Howard Stern or Conan O'Brien, despite the hours I've spent listening to them talk. Hell, you'd go to hell. What's the matter? We're more serious than Conan O'Brien, yeah, when he's interviewing some jerk-off about it. Why do you say go to hell? He's saying he knows us better than them. Oh, I thought you were saying... Okay, forget it. I'm sorry. He said he wouldn't ever say that he knows Howard Stern or Conan O'Brien. Okay, I'm sorry. See, now that they know that you are actually a giant Everyone knows. Everyone knows. I get fired up easy. I'm sorry. I've had a couple cups Hal of is, coffee. Hal, is, Hal is right. opening up to us, and you, you shoot him down. Like I that? said, Come I'm on. sorry, Hal. What else do you want? Go Can to Hal, Hal. Leave me alone. <laughs> Can Hal continue? Yes, please. He says, their shows don't seem as intimate or genuine as an IGM podcast because their job is to entertain. But wait a minute. Isn't that your job, too? So my question is, do you feel like the personalities you project on the podcasts is true to life? Is all that Greg Miller shtick how he acts all the time, or is it just for show? Is Hillary really that caustic and funny, or just when he's on? Is Damon really that big a poon hound? I really regret you saying that, by the way. I totally resent that. Not, not the biggest favor you've ever done me, Hillary. As a follow-up, no offense, but you edit the podcast. I know. Well, well, you know, Greg. Greg would give me flack if I edited that out. Uh, Actually, he would never know. I would never know. (laughs) Plus, it wouldn't change the truth. It's not true. I'm not a poon hound. I just what I don't I don't know where that comes from. I've yet to I hear like any, hot girls. That makes me a poon hound. I've yet to I've yet to hear a single person in this office hear you called a poon hound and go, not Damon Hatfield. <laughs> Most people seem to go, Yeah. I went by Roy Bahad, our president. I was like, Hey yeah. Damon, Poon Hound, right? And he was like, Oh, big big time. Big time. He's like, and I got this bucket for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not I'm not funny in real life, I'm just caustic. Okay. <laughs> Greg Miller is, uh, yeah, he's he's like this all the time. I mean, he's he, he has his like he has his ups and, and downs. When he's not hang, like when we're hanging yeah. out at a bar or we're hanging out yeah. at dinner and we're, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm like this. But I mean, at work, yeah, we have to focus more. But then you'll be you'll yeah. be loud and crazy sometimes yeah. too at work. You know, either. I've always said I've always said that when we're doing these podcasts, I'm the most me. This is like the time when you you have to check all your other baggage at the door and focus on having fun and talking to Damon. <laughs> Making sure he doesn't get all upset. Yeah, I mean, the po- oh, somebody the- call me a poon hound. <laughs> the podcasts are like a reflection of sort of. I I think it's most likely like what we're like when we go to lunch, right? Yeah. yeah or, totally. or when we're hanging out after after work and stuff like that. So it's like this is the stuff. This is the kind of like uh, the conversations, like like the, the fucking <laughs> conversation. These are all things that we weird things we discuss. Outside of work, that sometimes come into the podcast, but hmm. this is usually how we are. We usually read reader mail, like yeah. <laughs> when we're over here. We're, we're missing the most obvious thing here too. Alex, are we? You were listening yeah, for a long go. time before you came here. Is this what you expected? Are we normal? Exactly. Outside? Yeah. No, pretty much. I mean, did you? I'd always, say, say tone toned down versions. Did you always think I was a poonhound? I never thought that. Thank you. you. He's just saying that because he, he doesn't want to piss yeah. you off. Because he wants you to buy him beer tonight. <laughs> yeah. He won't insult uh, your go cycle either. <laughs> He'll be chill. That was very disappointing to hear you guys did not like my <laughs> <Yeah>. go cycle. <laughs> uh, this is from a Japanese listener, Eugene Tsuruta. Uh, he says, in recent episodes of GameScoop, you've been debating about bringing beverages and food in the bathroom. This is... The, the, yeah, yeah, this is important stuff. Yeah. I have, and I have... Yesterday, somebody brought... Another worker who's not an editorial at all came in and we said, hey, in the bathroom, he put down a Coke Zero. 
in the bathroom? Little, uh, in the that's table. disgusting. Yeah, yeah. That's totally disgusting. That's disgusting. Is that on, like on top of the urinal? No, no, no. It was on the, in the up our bathroom. You know how when you come around the wall, there's that mirror, and then there's a little corner table. Yeah, you put it there. Yeah. And then he walked around another wall. I'm t- this is a true story. Uh, I don't pee in urinals. I pee on ceilings. Yeah. And so basically, when you go into our bathroom in our office. <laughs> There is urine sort of is constantly that what that is? down. Yeah. So there is definitely urine going into it. I took, I took an umbrella into the bathroom here. I thought uh, that was just a soothing spa effect. I'm sorry. I find this entire idea disgusting. Bringing a drink in. Yeah, uh, like, bringing uh, a drink into the bathroom, disgusting. Yes. Drinking a bucket of semen, that's okay. For a, for a billion, billion dollars. dollars. Oh, I'll bring a drink into the bathroom for a billion I'm dollars. I'm all the, in all the time we were talking about that, you never acknowledged that it was disgusting. It is disgusting. Uh, yes, it's but disgusting. It's, but, but it's, it's a disgusting amount of money <laughs> yeah, as well. It's disgusting it's for true. a billion dollars. Um, it, I actually disagree. I think bringing, depending on the situation, bringing a drink into the bathroom is okay. Uh, for example, for example, all right, uh, let's say I'm at a party at somebody's house and I have like a red cup full of a beverage. What am I supposed to do with that if I have to go well, to the bathroom? We've already talked about this. Just finish it and then go to the bathroom. This, well, but what if you have to go whole, really bad? I mean, let's talk. I mean, what, we this just, just came go, out of nowhere. We should like, just go to the question. This yeah, is, a, fine, this man, is right, the Vietnam yeah, yeah. of game scoop arguments. There's <laughs> never a winner. It goes on forever. Everyone's willing to yes, fight. Yeah, for no I'm sorry. Reason. We've already talked about this. But Eugene's question is that he says, I agree with Damon. It's a gross idea. Uh, but the argument brought forth a question to my mind. To my humble knowledge, many residences in the States have a combination of a toilet and bathtub in the same room. This is true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, doesn't it feel weird to clean up and, uh, uh, you know, okay. do your, do your yeah, other yeah. business in the same area? In Japan, most houses have a separate wait, toilet and bathroom. Wait, first of all, we're talking about, I think, two different issues. The issue that we've always talked about is bringing a drink into a bathroom. Like, if you're at a bar yeah, yeah. and you have to, if you have to go to the bathroom, you bring the drink with you. I'm not talking about, like, if I'm in my house alone. Like, for, I don't bring drinks in there either. <laughs> but I'm still, it's like, my bathroom it's is different. different than a public bathroom yeah. or, you, or somebody else's bathroom. Would you eat a sandwich in that bathroom? At your no, house? I don't eat. I don't, get a sport. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't eat that's food gross. or drink in my bathroom. Right. But, you know, it's, that's not the same. It's not like I go to a public urinal and there's a bathtub next to it. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to go take a bath now. You guys pee in the urinal trough. So is it gross if a... If someone was drinking a beer in the bath, like, like if you're taking a hot bath and you're drinking a beer, is that what, disgusting? I wouldn't say it's disgusting, but, what, but you're again, still but in the I, bathroom. But, I but mean, again, but, I still say it's it's a different issue. Greg Miller, fun fact: I think baths in general are gross. They gross me out. I can't because you sit in your dirty water. I don't, I don't. I don't like touching the tub. I think it's because you don't, don't like clean your. Yeah, you don't you clean, clean your bathtub. Your bathtub yeah. Yeah. I, I'll have you know, actually, Hillary Goldstein teased me. Said he was going to come stay with me this week, and I cleaned the hell out of that house the night before. <laughs> Did you really? Oh, I feel like, well, it's it's my wife's fault. Yeah, sure. She told me like we cannot stay in our home, and then I was like, okay, well, I'm going to stay with Greg, and she's like, ah, oh, we can just stay in our home. <laughs> Don't go there. Sorry. Anyway, well, you I'm didn't... sorry, Greg. I didn't mean to leave. No, you it's on. fine. Now the house looks really good, though. So Steinberg's going to come home and be like, oh, you cleaned for me. I'm yeah, like, I would sure have. Dis- I would have <laughs> destroyed your house. <laughs> and then you would have destroyed Greg. Uh, yes. Uh, Eugene's point is that in other parts of the world, they don't always have the toilet and the, the bathtub right yeah. next to each other. So he wants to know if we think that's weird. Of course, okay. we don't think it's weird because no, that's what we've always that was, yeah. had, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Now, if the toilet was in the bathtub, that would be weird. That would be strange. That begs another question, though. Okay, Do you ever, if you ever peed in the shower. Of course. Who hasn't? <laughs> I have not. Really? Yeah, I have not. I never? Agree. I have never, I've never peed in a shower. I've I, never. N- nor have never. I. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's, I think that's uh, filthy. Now that I've taken a, a poop in the shower. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> now, I peed in the pool one time. 
And then and you then, feel guilty about it. No, and then I felt gross because I was like, then people were like, oh, no, just just take a pee. So I peed in the pool. And then when I got out, like I noticed that like even though I was in a pool, I peed through my, my swim trunks. And I, then I was just like, I feel gross. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I've never done anything like that. And I was like, that was I was like ten then. I think that probably scarred me for life. That's why I swim naked now. So when I pee, <laughs> <laughs> this is Graham Reed. Graham! Says, hey guys, scoop, scoop. I have proper hardcore stuck in my head. Yeah. Which episode or or, yeah. or podcast did this come from? Uh, I'm gonna say that cause this is even before Greg Miller's time. Proper, what, what proper you... hardcore is like ancient. No, are no, you kidding no, me? No, no, that's it's from, from the Donkey Punch yeah, trailer. It's, it's, me, it's, Geddes, and Damon started it. Don't tell me. It's a Damon, Greg, Geddes. Proper hardcore is before there was a game scoop. I'm sorry to say. Well, yeah, I'm sure most words and phrases are yeah. from before that. But what it's brought it like into popularity we, we was the Donkey yeah. Punch trailer. We didn't come up with the phrase, but we started talking about saying on game scoop because it's from the Donkey Punch trailer. He explains what it is. Proper hardcore. Uh, never seen that movie. Just love the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to doing that one day. Also, I've been told we have to see Piranha 3D. I can't see it. I cannot. You can see, see it. it. We can see it in 2D. We can why, why, why can't you see it? Just you can't see 3D. 3D. I can't see 3D. Oh, that's fine. We can see it in 2D. If, I don't like 3D. But uh, it has boobs in it. I know. There's. Oh, I do want. Boobs, I do want to see the boobs. Like a two-minute underwater nude scene between two lesbians. Yes. Yes, please. This is Jeff Matthews. He says, "I would like to share a story about how listening to Game Scoop has." Granted me an interesting situation. He's been <laughs> granted an interesting situation. The GameScoop genie came through his computer. <laughs> like, like he opens up a bottle and a genie comes out and I was like, you are a GameScoop listener. I shall grant you this one situation. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to last week's episode, I couldn't help but notice that Mike Lemon, the dude who took the PS3 code and didn't even own one, is also the name of a kid in my class at school in Maryland. Although we had never talked before this happened. When I heard his name, I briefly wondered, could it be possible that this is the same kid? But I shook the idea off, figured it was just a coincidence. However, when Damon mentioned that he spared Mike from being unfriended on Facebook, I got the bright idea to check his friends list, see if it matched the Mike that I know. I found his profile, determined it was the same kid. I messaged him about it the next day, and we talked for a bit. He said, you guys were cool now. We are. Just thought I'd share this with you guys. I have no clue how many listeners there are, but I'm pretty confident that the odds that two GameScoop listeners are in the same class are pretty low. You'd be surprised, Jeff. We just heard last week about... Uh, were you on when the, the guy's fraternity he was trying to decide what fraternity to rush with? I, you must not have been here. No, I think that was that episode. It was awesome. He, he like trying to decide, pick a fraternity, and uh, he was at a, a, a frat party. He went up to the bar at the party. Uh, the bartender, whatever, like whoever was working the bar, asked him what he wanted, and it just on a lark. He like said, "I'll have a Florida," and the bartender was like, "Scoop." <laughs> That's totally, good. Yeah. By the way, is anybody else? Whenever you hear Mike Lemon's name, I hear the U two song Lemon. The YouTube song? Oh, the YouTube song. Oh, the YouTube oh, song. YouTube. Yeah, I don't know why, but I always do. <laughs> it's a pretty good song, actually. I haven't heard that in a while. I hate that song, actually, but really? I hear it in my head. No, sorry. Uh, this is Ben Bellevue. How and when did you guys learn about IGN? What made you decide to work at IGN over other companies? Uh, I was granted this opportunity. But a genie <laughs> gave you this situation? Uh, I, I've known about IGN since back in uh, the N64, when it was N64.com, uh, and I was looking up how to find all the stars in Mario 64. And I've been I've been reading the site since then. Yeah. Uh, it's why would I decide to work at IGN over other other companies? Is because IGN is hands down the best gaming site. No question. Booyah! <laughs> well done. Uh, I think I've known IGN since I used to read PSM online. It was like the online version of the PlayStation magazine mm-hmm. for PlayStation One, and uh, then it just became IGN. So then I was reading IGN and. Uh, I don't know. I never read any other gaming sites. So I honestly, until I started working here, I didn't even know there were other games. I mean, I didn't know about any of them. Right. So 
It wasn't like you, you've been here know. a while, so I mean, magazines I've, are still pretty dominant. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I knew the magazines and stuff like that, but like you know, I mean, yeah. I don't. Yeah. Why? Why? Where else would I go? Why no. not here? And why did you want to get an internship at IGN, Alex, um, over other companies? Well, actually, it was because of the podcast. Really? Because I heard the podcast on IGN, and I listened to some other podcasts, and uh, you guys seem to have the most fun, seem to be the people that I would want to spend my time with. Aww. You're so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we are the most fun. Greg, Greg Miller had... I, 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 I'm always, I, I wish I had an IGN story. It seems like I've just always been reading, so I don't really have like that, I came here for something and something hooked me. It was just that I always went there. I used to check everything, you know what I mean? So I personally think you have the best coming to IGN story, though, of anybody. Ever. Oh, well, the, actually, physically, the, physically getting Physically here. getting yeah. here, I think, is easily the best physically getting the here The Blizzard story, story when I almost yeah. died in Nebraska. Have you told us on GameStop before? I have to Go, imagine, right? Well, yeah, remind, remind listeners. You have, but... So you want an abridged version? Yeah, yeah, remind. So I was going to... You're move, living in Columbia, Missouri. Missouri. Home of the Tigers. M-I-Z. Uh, yeah, so I'm in Columbia, Missouri. Uh, I always wanted... I went there for journalism. I wanted to do work in the video game industry forever. I finally got the chance. I got interviewed and hired. Or I, first contact to hired was less than 24 hours. Uh, and then I was, I was going to be out here in two weeks. So I quit wait, wait, my wait, job. I, by the way, and I, 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 I think I've said this before, but my recommendation was not to hire You're, you. Yeah, you, why? What did you tell Dunham? Why not I, to hire me? I said, we already have a fat, funny guy in me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was a great. I love that story. Uh, yeah, so I packed up everything and I had, it was just a disaster. I went, went the night before I went and got a U-Haul and I brought it home and it had little toe dollars on it or whatever and so I packed all my stuff into this U-Haul and I was just coming out here and leaving a whole bunch of stuff behind and so I was going to live on Michael's floor I was bringing out yes. just a mattress and some clothes a TV on my systems and then uh, I was dragging my mu- I was going to drag this Mustang behind me so that uh, I would have it. Now, I could either go north or I could go south. And south, it looked like they were having thunderstorms and tornadoes. North, there was always a chance of snow, but I thought I could get through it, no problem. So uh, I, that morning, I wake up, and I'm sitting there reading the pamphlet on the U-Haul, and it says, oh, by the way, if you have a front-wheel drive car, this will ruin it if you put it in the little stirrups or whatever to drag it behind you. And I had a front-wheel drive car. So I freak out. They made me drive. Uh, half an hour in the wrong direction to go get a new one. I got that, and then I drove home, loaded the car, a got on the version. road. <laughs> <laughs> got in the car, got going. Uh, I, all I listened to on the way there were Game Scoops and AFKs, because that, that was the shows we had at the time. That's all I listened to nonstop on the way here. AFK. And so... Uh, Got up into Nebraska, and I decided I'd break there for the night because I was behind schedule. I woke up in the morning real br- bright and early, ready to go, and I come down, and it's like dark out, and it's all gray, and like a, there's a bunch of weather warnings. There's a blizzard coming through, blah, 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 and I'm looking, and the highway I'm on is leading into the storm, but not the center of it. Just the very tip of this storm is going to pass over the highway, and it's it, like by the what I'm looking at on the Doppler radar there, you know, it's only it's not that much. I can drive through that, and then I'll be clear on the other side, so I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to punch through this i'm gonna teach it a lesson so i'm going driving in this giant car that giant truck that i have no idea how to do i've got a stupid ass mustang behind me i'm listening to game scoops nonstop, having a gay old time just talking to myself and enjoying video games go storm hits it's horrible like it's it's like white out conditions i'm, I'm in the tip of this damn thing too white out conditions i pass this hotel i go Three, five more miles down the road, I'm like, what's going on? I turn off Game Scoop to the radio, like, get off the road! <laughs> like, no one else is on the road. I'm like, ah, crap. So I pull off at a Dairy Queen. They're like, yeah, you will not be able to pass to the next big Nebraska city. You got to turn around and go to back. I'm like, all right. Go over this ramp, 
come down to do it. I black ice. I slide past the ramp oh that's my, my way back to the hotel. I'm like, well, no big deal. I'll continue down this road, find a parking lot, pull because you can't reverse in this thing with the car behind mm-hmm. me. I'm like, I'll find a parking lot, swing around, get back on the right go. So I'm going and I'm going and I'm driving down this road and it's rural Nebraska, Butler, Nebraska. If anybody knows where that is, driving down these roads, there's nothing. It's all farm fields. There's like one house every two three miles, and I'm going and going and going. There's no. I'm looking for like a church parking lot, anything. There's nothing. And I'm like, well, it's getting worse. It's get, I'm get, starting to do the tip sideways, you know, from the wind. The abridged version. Jesus. Too. I'm sorry. <laughs> I see a thing. I'm like, it, it's a circular. This is a longer than any version I know. of the story you've ever told, by the way. <laughs> it's a good story, though, right? All right. Is yeah, everybody having fun yeah. so far? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, keep yeah, going. I'm going to finish it, I swear. Okay. Right. Circular driveway. I'm like, I'll pull in there. This is my last shot. Either that or I get out of this thing and walk back six miles to the damn Dairy Queen. Pull it as soon as I get halfway through the turn, and it turned out it wasn't a driveway. It was well, it was it was just a yard that had been like worn down. I'm in mud. I'm stuck. It's a blizzard. It's a trailer. I'm in front of a trailer in the middle of Nebraska. Nothing else there. I get out sheepishly, knock on the door. This withered old man comes to the door. He's like, "Oh, I'll tow you out in my tractor." And the tractor's like the size of like a lawnmower. I'm like, "That's not gonna get this thing." And he's like, "Oh no, I'm gonna do it." And it, he does it. The tractor dies. I'm like, oh, oh, "So I go into his house. He's a call." They can't come get me for another eight hours. So in the middle of this snowstorm, this man probably saves my life or at least keeps me from horribly endangering it. And I watch on a fuzzy antenna TV college basketball with him for eight hours. Complete stranger in his house. What do you guys talk about? Uh, everything under the sun. Like, and it was like it was so awkward. It was like – he was such a nice guy. But I mean yeah. like the house was like total creep show. Like, you know, like – the things that I'll, I'll always remember of it, like I'd get on the phone to talk to family or whatever, or friends, and I'd walk in his kitchen to do it. So I'd give, you know, get some privacy or whatever. And uh, he had a griddle, you know, like where you make pancakes, but he had made making bacon on it. And one of the legs was broken and like it had melted the thing. So the grease would just run off and then onto the floor. And there was just a puddle of aged, aged brown <laughs> grease on the floor. Oh all the, uh, the sink had all these coffee cans in it that were filled with water. He had newspapers on top of his gas stove. At all times, just on there. I went back to the bathroom and, like, the bathroom, the bathtub, I mean, everything's just filthy and grimy. And there's all these coffee cans filled with water there, too. And at one point, he offered me coffee. And I'm like, sure. And he's like, he goes to get the coffee cup off of the top of the TV. And he's like, oh, here. Oh, and it's, like, stuck. And he has to, like, take both hands and do, like, the kunk to break it off from the gunk it's stuck on. Breaks it off. And he's like, well, I got to wash this. I'm like, oh, I can do it. I don't want to feel completely out of my own. He's like, oh, okay, sure. So I start walking towards the bathroom. He's like, oh, no, no, the water doesn't work there. I'm like, oh, so where? He's like, oh, I'm going to wash it in the bathroom. And he goes in there and washes. <laughs> he washes it in the bathroom. In this, oh, it was just, it was, it was a scene, brother. It was a scene. And I had to lie to everybody because I couldn't tell him. It's so like, I'd be on the phone. I was with Katie at the time, and I'd be on the phone. She's like, so everything's all right? I'm like, oh, yeah, everything's great. She's like, well, at least you're in a nice place. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no, I'm not. She's like, oh, you're not? I'm like, no. <laughs> Code talked to everybody. So sorry you, that story was so long. But you eventually you you had to turn back around, go eventually, back to Columbia, yeah, and they, then you they, flew out, ended up flying out here. Exactly. Yeah. The, they tow, they uh, they sent like a big rig tow truck deal. They did like the winch and pulled me to the street. I like ten miles an hour crawled back to that hotel, got a Pizza Hut pizza, went to oh, bed. That sounds, oh, that so sounds good. good. I Man, after that day, it was delicious. Yeah, I woke up the next morning to a call from my mom, and it was. 
It was 6 a.m. Nebraska time, so central time zone. She's in sobbing. She's like, oh, I've been watching the Weather Channel all night long. And you didn't call her the night before? No, no, no. I told no. She was up to date on everything. Okay, she yeah, woke she me up still. the next morning to say, please drive back to Columbia. I'll fl- we'll pay to fly you out if they won't. Blah blah blah. So I was like, all right. I was like, I was done. I'm like, sure, no big deal. So I hung up with her and then I called Dunham. And remember, we're two hours ahead, so it's four in the morning there. And I wake up Dunham. He's like, hello. And I go, wakey, wakey, sleepy. <laughs> it's four in the morning. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm not coming sorry oh, man. so yeah i flew out here with even less possessions and slept on michael's floor for wow. nine months okay uh just a couple more emails here sorry i know i ate up the show it's from forrest and mcknight now now i never got a, i got pulled away so i didn't get <laughs> you you start over from the uh, old man with the griddle that was <laughs> dropping grease on the floor uh this is johnny lobster nice like, name. that's a good name he's uh oh, he says i was wondering what does ign's marketing team do 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 they get to have as much fun as the editorial guys? I asked because marketing is something I am looking into as a career choice, and I would love to work my way up and work for IGN's marketing team. Well, I'm going to say, first of all, anybody can have as much fun as they want if they want to have the fun, right? Uh, we, don't prevent, we don't prevent anyone at this company from having fun. Here, here's some, something someone told me once. Everyone is in charge of their own good time. So true. I put you in charge of it a long time ago. <laughs> I know, man. So if you want to work on our marketing team and you want to have fun, then have fun. But you're, uh, Alex, you're a sales intern. Sales, yes. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, I misput that into something the other day. People came up, people were coming up to me, they're like, so are you going to Alex's going away thing? I was like, uh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, it's, no, it's some guy from marketing. It's not you. Yeah, I um, obviously have nothing. If, if people don't know, the difference between sales and marketing is sales is outside companies trying to basically get brand recognition on IGN by giving us money for ads. It's basically where all our money and, comes and, from. And marketing right. is basically us trying to get our brand out yeah. to other avenues. Exactly. So, right. Yeah. Um, but I can say sales, which is sits right next to marketing. Yes, we have a lot of fun. Oh, there you go. That's why it's so confusing. Does it look yeah. like Does it look like marketing has fun? Uh yeah, it does. From where you from your yeah. vantage point. I mean, it, 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 when you're marketing, if you care about the product, you're gonna have fun. And if you like IGN, marketing for IGN should be really easy and fun. Mm. So, that's what I think. This is Forrest McKnight. Recently, I decided to make my parents some Floridoras. Yeah. They seem content with me, a 15 year old mixing alcohol, which made me wonder. <laughs> So I made them the Fruity Delights, and to my surprise, they loved them. So now if they have friends over, I am mixing Floridors like crazy. So That's they want awesome. me to thank you guys for exposing me to such wonderful concoctions. Oh my god, you should see how he spelled concoctions. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, that made me, I don't know if anybody watches Mad Men here. Yeah, like, the, the, it just made me think of like the little like seven-year-old girl like has to like learn how to mix drinks properly. For I her know, dad. I think that's great. Mike, I'm totally going to have my kids doing that for dinner parties. That'll be great. <laughs> wait, wait. Is this the scoop? Damon Hatfield is going to have kids? Uh, Ooh, congratulations. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. no, you know, someday. Uh, this is uh, Jay. This is the last uh, email here. Jay says, I just wanted to let you guys know how much I appreciate what you guys do. And that your cast always makes my day. As I've just started my first year of college, I've become overwhelmed with taking classes, meeting hundreds of new people, and living away from home. It helps to have comfort items like the podcast to make my transition to this new way of learning and living a little bit easier. For that, I thank you. You're welcome, Jay. You're welcome. Uh, we sh- we certainly thank you guys. Uh, Say where you go to school for listening to the podcast. He doesn't. Okay. I'm gonna assume busy. <laughs> but uh, actually, if you guys do do appreciate the work we do here, you have uh, an opportunity to uh, give back a little bit uh, coming up because Greg and I are participating in the charity uh, event on October 16th. Yeah, Extra Life. This is Extra Life charity event. This we're going to be uh, doing a 24 hour gaming marathon. Yes. Yep. Uh, so. <laughs> 
I'm just, I'm just verifying yeah, no, no, all the details with you. You're doing good. You're doing great. Shh, shh. You're, you're, you've, you've taken point on this. Explain to the listeners what, what, what's going down with this. Yeah, yeah. It's basically it's uh, run by the guys over at Sarcastic Gamer. It benefits the Children's Miracle Network. It basically, uh, it's a walkathon, but we play video games for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. So what we need you guys to do is come and donate money to us. That'll then go to the Oakland's Children's Hospital. Uh, if you go to tinyurl.com slash... Uh, extra IGN. You can get all the details. You can pick an editor to donate to. It doesn't matter who you donate to, so don't worry, but there, there's no competition or reward for any of us, so it all goes to the same pool. It all goes to the Oakland's Children's Hospital. If you can't donate, but you want to help out, you can go to that tinyurl.com slash extra IGN and join our team as well. Then you could do it in your own neighborhood, mm-hmm. get donations, do this. Uh, if you can't do that Saturday of 24 hours, it doesn't really matter. It's an honor system, so you could get donations and then just you're basically saying Whenever I play whatever I'm playing, I'm doing it, doing it for the Children's Miracle Network. Cool. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be a great time. We're going to be you streaming it. We're going to have stuff going on. Uh, yeah. There'll be plenty to do and watch. And wouldn't be surprised if we did giveaways and stuff on there. So keep an eye out. Mark your calendars. October 16th. Are we friends on Facebook? Are you following me on Twitter? You should be. Not only can you keep up with the games I'm gaming and the music I'm making, I also like to give away free codes for games when I have them. Okay, we're going to close out this week's show with another installment of 8-Bit Radio. I have an 8-Bit hip-hop mashup remix thing I think you'll like. This comes by way of listener Bon Ma, who correctly guessed that I would enjoy it. I don't know what it's called or who it's by. The artist is listed as Various Artists. The title is just Track 20, but the album is called Team Canada. So if anyone can identify this track, please let us know, because this is the hotness. Will I get your blood? Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, it will be your 
Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.